welcome to Respawn Aimfire. It is our 87th episode, and we have a special one because we have a special person here with us this week. That person is... Is that me? Am I the special person? Special I'm person. Chad Michael Ennis. It's so special. <laughs> We're very excited to have you, Chad. It's a unique episode with you here oh with us. Oh my god, I'm so freaking excited. And I forgot my name, but you're so special you probably know what it is. Say your name, say your name. Welcome, Salad Fork McClogger. That is my name, Salad Fork McClogger. We're here to talk about a lot of stuff, which is mostly going to be the Game Awards. Talk a lot about the Game Awards this week. We're going to talk a lot about Super Smash Bros., I'm guessing, because we both got it. And we both played it. Who told you? Who told you? And then... <laughs> God, that's the best part of the movie, Easy A. <laughs> which, that's not what I know that from. I know that from a movie called... Um, I know the movie. I know it so well. I came from the title of it. Oh, While You Were Sleeping with Sandra Bullock. Um, in Easy A, it's uh, Stanley Tucci. And mm-hmm. he's like making breakfast or coffee or something like that in the, in the kitchen. And their son, yeah. who is black... And the rest of the family who is white, like, he mentioned something about being adopted. And you just hear in the background, he slams his fist on the cabinet and goes, Who told you? <laughs> because obviously he's adopted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so not good. exactly what happened while you were sleeping. But what I, want to... I don't want to talk about any of that. I want to talk about Smash Bros. We can't talk about that yet, Chad, because we got to talk about... Wait, that's not how we start this podcast. I-, I know, but I'm excited about Smash Bros. I want to talk about that. Okay, okay. But Can we call this segment... Not... We're Wait. not going to talk about that first. You do have to talk about God, Thermal Stuff first. That's exactly what I was talking about. We are so profesh. We're super professional. <laughs> super fresh. Two minutes in, we've talked about movies and nothing about what we're going to talk about this week. Huh. What was your idea, Chad? I respect your opinion because you're a special guest in our show this week. My idea for what? You said you had an idea and then I shut you down and then... Oh, it was going to be for the Smash stuff, but we're not starting with Smash stuff. Oh, okay. I thought I don't. Okay. Well, we'll return to that after we've talked we about Microsoft and Sony because we're going to start with them this week. Because it's not we're going to start that with much. both. Die beide, as they say in German, auf Deutsch. Both of them, yes, because there's not that much. And on the first story, honestly, is kind of a duh, and that is for Microsoft, and that's that Game Pass is going to be coming to every device. And this is together, coming from Phil Spencer. Together, together, everyone. That's High School Musical for you. I don't watch that because I have uh, taste. Okay, first burn. of all, you haven't tasted anything in your life because you started smoking cigarettes at age two and you <laughs> burned all your fact. taste buds off. Yep. I, I, no, let's go. Smoking I'm a cigarettes huge is chain smoker, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think this Game Pass coming everywhere is, a, is super obvious. Yeah, duh. Well, they mentioned a couple months ago, Game Pass is coming to PC, and they just didn't fucking say anything. We're like, well, yeah, that, that super makes sense. Yeah. I'm not quite sure how it's going to be integrated into like the store system. Is it going to be part of the Microsoft store? Is it a website? Is It'll it be a an app or something know. like that. Who knows? Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's that's most deaf. Oh yeah, most exactly. It's like oh, so you're going to have this cloud streaming service that's going to be on every device, but you're going to keep Game Pass just to Xbox. Like no, yeah. I don't think so. No, Game Pass is going to turn streaming as well when that streaming exactly. solution comes out. I do think that they'll probably start off with just XCloud on its own first. Just to kind of limit the number of users who are using it so they can make sure it's a really good experience for those people. They'll limit it to, like, just purchase games. But then it'll come to Game Pass once they got the technology down and it's working great. We have the technology. We have the technology. We can save him. Do you know who might have the technology this year? Maybe? Who? Maybe Media Molecule is still doing the Dreams beta this year? Who told you? <laughs> um, yeah, That's so, insane. We have two weeks left of December. Three. Uh, we have a couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> so 
I think the exchange is really funny, but but basically, Media Molecule posted this picture on on Twitter of a few different gifts and like, hey, the holidays are coming up, and then someone I'm going to make this sound really rude. They didn't put it this rudely. They basically just said like. So is this Christmas Eve going to be like this Dreams beta you're promising us? <laughs> is that still coming this year? And they're like, thanks. Like, the quote is, actually, let me pull it up. The quote is, uh, hi, Thomas. We aren't ignoring anyone. It's very busy here at MM Towers. Our plans haven't changed. And when we're ready to share more details with you, we will. Heart emoji. Um, so I guess plans that Plans haven't pl- changed. Plans haven't changed. It's still coming 2018. This would be the weirdest time to do a shadow drop. It's after the Game Awards. <laughs> It's like between Game Awards and Christmas. Why would you shadow drop now unless you just want it to be gone in the abyss of Smash Bros and people getting excited about all the games you're going to get for Christmas? Like, it would just disappear. It would for just some disappear reason, in my head, sense. it wasn't the beta that was 2018, but for some reason, I'm, I thought that the game was supposed to come out 2018. No, 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 the beta. Yeah. Is that what they said at PSX last year? They said the beta's coming out this year. PSX. Look this up, actually. I think you might be right. But that'd be amazing if they shadow dropped the game on Christmas Day or something like that. Like, that'd be <laughs> ridiculous. But here's here's my guess. The person who's running the Twitter account for Media Molecule probably actually isn't on the know on a lot of things. Because they don't want that person to accidentally say something they shouldn't say yet. So whoever said this is probably told to say just that kind of response. Like... Our plans haven't changed. We're staying the course. Like, everything's good here. That's what they're probably trained to say. So this might just kind of be like a really bad misfire where that person just, oh, shit, that's right. The plan was this year. So, (laughs) oops. That's what I'd imagine probably happened. Because there's no way it's launching this year. There's no way. Here's what Wikipedia I'll eat my words, though. Like, I will – I'll tell you what. If it does happen this year, I'm so confident in this. If it does happen this year and we have a Dreams beta – coming out and released in 2018 i will sing the the podcast i will just sing the podcast well you might have to do that anyway (laughs) here's what wikipedia says a beta for the game was originally set to be released in 2016 however was delayed to 2017 with a silent delay to 2018 the full game was also silently delayed from 2018 to 2019 so it's not coming everywhere this year dreams dreams trailer in 2017 said a 2018 release date and what about the beta though the beta no mention on that hold on what's the source for this one oh, that just is the one the source it says coming on the 2016 oh, oh man oh what let me see if i can pull up from the insta paper article that i saved Insta paper, blow it up, stick your hand inside, then you'll have the time of your life. Do you want to bring More us to the next one? While a pillow we... fight. Next one. Do you remember the kind of September? Um. Hey, I'm. Uh, it's it's a night. I'm tie tie. I'm sleepy tie tie. You guys remember a few weeks ago when we talked about the VR game Derecine and how there was like a little doll in there that had a reference to Bloodborne maybe being unfinished and maybe there's a Bloodborne 2 coming well from software uh Hidetaka Miyazaki said in an interview with a Spanish outlet mm, how do you think you pronounce this in Spanish what is an x x x ataka <laughs> good job <laughs> thank you <laughs> 
<laughs> just say it in Japanese with a Japanese accent and pretend it's Spanish. I didn't have the same question. I said, I'm like, how do you pronounce that? I have no idea. The Easter trying. quote, the Easter egg itself is not indicative that we are going to launch Bloodborne 2. I'm not in a position to talk about a possible release of Bloodborne 2. However, we love Bloodborne. That's why this Easter egg has aroused so much curiosity. But, I repeat, <clears throat> it's not a Bloodborne 2 notice. It's just something that we explored among ourselves because we love Bloodborne. So it turns out it, it might just be an Easter egg. And he, he might also just be covering his ass, but yeah. it sounds like it's just like, I like the game, so I put some shit in there. I think it's a com- it could be a combination of both for all we know. They could they wouldn't say, "Oh, it's definitely a reference to a future game we haven't announced yet." Like he definitely wouldn't say that. <laughs> You're right. Even if they announced Bloodborne tomorrow, he wouldn't say that today. Yeah, so, I feel like though if Bloodborne 2 was in development, he would just instead say silent on this. That's also true. That's also true. Yeah. But I don't know. He said he's done with Souls, that doesn't mean he's on Bloodborne. I don't know. I'm I have a feeling that Bloodborne 2 could kind of end up being like a Half-Life 3 kind of thing. We're like, in 10 years, we're still waiting for Bloodborne 2, but it's because it never really was actually going to happen to begin with. Yeah, but Half-Life 3 was in development. No, Half-Life 2 Episode 3 was. Half-Life 3 was never in development. Wasn't there like a year ago, like the head writer on the game was like, hey, you guys, listen, this is obviously never going to happen, so I'll just go ahead and release all the drafts of the script we were writing for Halo 3. Yeah, but the draft... Halo, God damn it. But the draft was for Halo 2 Episode 3. Oh, it was? Yeah. Not Halo. Stop saying Halo. Half-Life. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yawning. It's By like, the way, we you did said run Halo, the poll so like three Halo. weeks ago. What was that? I said, does anyone still give a fuck about Half-Life? Turns out most people do. Yeah. I think I was the only one on the poll that voted no. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you ran this as a poll? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I put it up in the middle of an episode like three, four hundred weeks ago. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, that's oh. it for Sony and Microsoft news. Huge so. news this week for all of them. <laughs> Huge. Huge. And now we're going to get into the segment, which I would like to call the Fez IRL Memorial segment for Smash Bros for the most hyped man on Smash in the world. <laughs> Comma, the Fez experience. And that's a joke because if anyone uh, is a regular of the podcast and uh, knows Fez from his subscriber interrogatives, which you can submit on Twitter, or his Twitter banter with us, uh, he's very much not into the hype of Smash. But hold on, we both played Smash yeah. for, I think, a lot of times. I played for about eight hours this weekend. I did about ten. So we, about ten hours. Yeah. Um, what is your experience? What is your impression of this game? Is it the best fucking Smash Bros. on the planet? Is it a dud? Is it maybe Back to the Future? Just um, wrapped in a Switch box? I, I said it in order earlier, at the very beginning of the episode, I'm very excited to talk about Smash. I want to talk about Smash, and I had this weird thing with Smash where I'm really excited to talk about it, but I'm never that hyped to play it until I play it and then I get excited about it. Exactly, yeah. Um, it's like my whole life and all of my hobbies. Yeah. Like, oh, I just want to do that. <laughs> oh, that's going to be... And then I do it, and I'm like, this is fucking great! But then the whole time it's like dreading doing them. <laughs> The difference, though, is that, like, in a month, I'm probably not going to play as much Smash Bros. anymore. I don't know, though. Um, but I really like it. It's a really, really good Smash Bros. I don't think it met the hype in some ways for me, which I'll get to. But it's super polished. It plays super, super well. Um, playing Just playing the full, like, a full console version on a handheld as opposed to the 3DS version is really, really nice. Um, but I'm really bothered by the online modes and how they function yeah i think that's right now the biggest upset aside from world of light and spirits 
I think the online modes are the biggest upset of why people are kind of down on this game. Oh, well, in general, everyone's fucking elated. But then oh, yeah, it's, it's, these, it's a great these game. small caveats are like, oh, by yeah. the way, online needs some work. But, like, I'm buying this game for my brother for Christmas. And Why? It, because I would like Your to play games sucks. online with him. But he does. He's a, he's a total asshole. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm kidding. He's awesome. I love him. But the, the thing is that you can't – and we experience this too – we wanted to play online together. We could only play one-on-one against each other. We couldn't play together against other people. Or even yeah. just four people, including us, to you know, all playing together against right. one another. That really sucks. Like, this is a this is a online... This is a multiplayer game. What else is weird is that you can't even do that if you're sitting on the couch with somebody. Yeah, I know. Like, it, two of you on the same system online with other people you can do it if it's two people on separate switches in the same room Mm -hmm. playing online which is so stupid this is why well wait a second you can do local wireless co-op online together but you can't do that you can do that doesn't make any sense you can do local wireless co-op with up to two people playing online I am 96% sure that's what I saw. I'm loading it up right now um, and going to see if that is in fact. While you're looking it up, here's my theory as to why this is happening. Because they're stupid on online and they're in Japan and they don't understand online? They're trying to be very careful with matchmaking. So I was thinking about my, my brothers. They're, they have two brothers, Grace and Henry. They're 13 and 7. Grayson's 13, Henry's 7. Grayson's a lot better at these these games than Henry is. He just is because he's twice as old practically. Like it's just that's what's going to happen. Grayson's been playing games longer, so if they're both playing online together on the same Switch and they're matchmaking using Grayson, and then you have like out of four players, three are playing really competitively and well, and then you have a seven year old thrown in there, that might get kind of annoying for people who want to play um, more competitively. Here's what I think. Here's what I think you're doing. You are saying this doesn't make sense. So I'm trying to find some crazy scenario to fit and rationalize. No, no, no. It's not a crazy scenario. The the, the scenario is that you want to match make um, properly for the players who are playing. But now you have you might have multiple players coming in, but you don't actually know the level of the guest player. That makes any sense. This isn't a, a, a fringe scenario. This actually, I think, makes a lot of sense. They don't know how good that that guest player is going to be, so they can't make good matchmaking estimates because it's a wild variable. They might just be wanting to avoid that wild variable. Okay. Uh, sorry, I, I have a uh, an update. It's not local co-op wireless that you then connect to. You can actually, you do have two people on the same system that can then play online. Really? Okay. People seem yes, very I just confused tried about it. this then. I just tried it by disconnecting my Joy-Cons from the Switch and then making them separate controllers each. And yes, I could have two controllers paired, two players. I think what's happening then is that the interface for online really sucks because I read an article that said verbatim that you cannot do two players on the same Switch online together. But you're just showing me a screen that says you can. Like, yeah, so like, it looks as if you can. So there's co-op right there. Yeah. And there's solo. And I thought the co-op was I, – I swear I, I saw this. Well, I thought the co-op was co-op just was... playing co-op like teams with someone else random online. That's what I thought. No. no. Turns out we're just, everyone's just lying horrors. And Nintendo's doing a very bad job at 
communicating. Yeah, but either way, in we could or... not play against other people online when we were playing together. We had to play right. in the battle arenas by putting a stupid chip in a boxing ring. Right, and like, then anytime you want to change your character, even just right after a match, you can't just be like, mm, choose a new character and go. You gotta pull yourself out of the battle arena ring, change your character, everybody's gonna fucking wait on you, and then you guys can fucking join again. It's ridiculous. Here's what that's ridiculous too. What it should look like the lobby while you're waiting for a game should look like the character start screen. <laughs> that yes. Seems, that seems like the most obvious way to do it. And then just like as it finds matches for you, they just pop in there at the bottom. Yeah. Similar to how on the fucking local, like if you're playing locally, mm-hmm. you just hit the button to add more players to it. Yeah. Like that makes so much sense. It's really like invite new player. It'll just say invite instead of plus or something like that. Yeah. Like it's just, it's stupid. And then um, what – but I do want to give them credit for something that is really cool, and that is background matchmaking. I haven't actually experimented with that. It's really cool. So you just say, hey, find some matches for me. I prefer these rules. This is who I want to play as. Um, just find people. And I'm just going to play Smash Bros. on my own in World of Light or you know the classic mode or whatever mode you want to play in. It will just find people and then pause your game and let you jump into an online match and it brings you right back in again. After you're done, it works pretty well. It's really great, but it always found matches so fast for me that I never even had to start anything else. So sure, it's a release weekend. It's release weekend exactly, it. but it's a great idea. Here's mm-hmm. one additional problem I have with the online though. Um, I would I didn't ha- I didn't set preferred rules, so just be yeah. like, cool, you're doing this match now, and then I just be hurled into this match. I suck at Smash Bros. So when the rules are stock three for seven minutes and i die in the first three minutes i have to wait four minutes <laughs> oh, you have to hang out there i can't leave it there's no way to even leave it the only way to leave it would be to leave the, to the home screen close the application go back in again and that it would probably mean that i get flagged in the servers for abandoning a game which i didn't technically do i never did this i'd stayed in the game but that'd be really shitty if they dinged me for that and i was too afraid yeah. to leave so i don't want to be dinged so I didn't. So there, there are some issues they have to deal with on the online part, but the game itself, and playability wise, it's so fun. It's so fucking fun. It's great. Yeah, I've played it with so many people too. It's so cool to be able to be like, like Tom came over release day and we just played <clears> for like a good four or five hours, unlocking characters. We played through the classic Smash mode. You can <clears> do that co-op, which is cool. Oh, that's cool. I love. I love the the classic. Does it make Smash. it harder when you do it in co-op like that? Uh, a lot of things are just duplicated so like if we if i was um link and i was fighting ganondorf there were two ganondorfs okay but what about like the, um, if you fought the boss like master hand were there two master hands then there was master hand and crazy hand okay but what if you're fighting like the dragon for monster hunter or whatever it is though then it's the dragon for monster hunter but are there two of them no there were not two of them oh but speaking of that that's really cool i love that each one there are i think there are seven bosses in the game mm-hmm and each uh, character that you play classic mode as, first of all, they're really well thought out. Like the the six fighters that you fight along your classic mode route, like pertain to whoever you're fighting as. But they also, cool. they also, I also found too. As I played as Shulk, it's kind of like my main guy, and I found that they would pick enemies that I was kind of weak against, or I'd have a hard time against as well. So it's always a strategic. That might have something to do with Xenoblade and like some kind of Pokemon weakness strength system. Oh no, I didn't mean like that. I just mean like, let's say you're a Bowser and you're slow and strong. You'd be fighting against fast and small enemies instead. 
I don't know if that's necessarily the case. But I noticed one I noticed that like, when I was playing. So I did it as Bowser and Shulk, and they definitely tailored it that way. One of the examples I know of is uh, when you're playing as Ryu or Ken, mm-hmm. and you're fighting through, every single fighter that you fight is meant to like mimic another Street Fighter fighter. Oh, so okay. like if you're fighting Zero Suit Samus, and that's Chun-Li, and Chun-Li's music is playing in the, the background. Um, so yeah, and then like you... Uh, I love the bosses are kind of tailored to it as well. So we played Young Link, and the final boss was Ganon. And what's really cool about these two is that the final bosses are not just like, you know, Master Hand in the original games. It's just like fucking just kill him and mm-hmm. fight him forever. What the Ganon battle was like is that he's Ganon from Ocarina of Time. He's only weak on his tail, and you have to fight. He's like fucking huge. And you can't, it's it's so hard to get over him. So we were luckily playing co-op, and one of us could distract him while the other one jumped over, hit his tail like twice, and then he'd fucking kill us. But little things like that are really, really cool. The dragon, too, every once in a while, like, he's really hard to fight, but every once in a while you'll get, like, a, a Deku nut to stun him, and then you stun him and beat the shit out of him. But, like, it's a little cool little addition. I don't know if they've ever had bosses in Smash before. Well, they had Master Hand them. before. They've always had Master Hand, yeah. yeah. But I don't, but, I don't uh, know if they had Crazy Hand or they had something else, too. It was like a Master Hand and another hand along with him they'd had at one point. But that was in the Wii U version. I don't remember anything yeah. else besides that. But I'm digging Classic. I love the additions of the Smash Meter. We had the I Smash Ball on that. for a while. How was that? I, I much prefer it. You do? Okay. I like Smash the fake Ball. Smash Ball. I, I don't know if I do. Because Smash Ball, here's the thing, is that we... Anytime that Smash Ball comes on the screen, suddenly everyone stops fighting each other, and it just becomes people jumping all over the screen trying to fight it. That's and true, yeah. It's just like, it's totally distracting, and then you get it, and it's usually a whimper anyway of what it, whether someone actually fights or hits somebody with it. Mm-hmm. And then the sm- fake Smash Ball, if there were like, if there were a tell for it, that if you were looking close enough, you could tell it's you fake. Can. Oh, and some of them are, like, just kind of hanging out on the ground. No, but... you, you can absolutely tell it's a fake one. Can you? Yes, yeah, so here's how you tell. So, you know how in the Smash logo, there's a thicker line and there's a thinner line that make up the logo? Yeah. They're switched on the fake one. Oh, my God. That's yeah. that's too... No, it has to be something no, a little bit more awesome. obvious so that in the that's, heat of that's battle... That's exactly you could, like... the kind of thing they do in, like, a Zelda game, where it's like, there's four bosses, but there's a slight difference between one of them. And it would always be something like that. So I'm yeah, totally it's fine not... with that. It's awesome. Zelda battle is not an eight-person all-out brawl where you can already it's barely super, fight it out. Once, here's the, try it. Once you know that, it's really not that here's hard to tell. I've here's never once, never once have I accidentally hit one before. Doesn't fucking matter because the smash meter is the way to go. Well, I, I, I will give you that. I want to try that. That does sound better. You're, you make a good point there. Smash meter, it's fun. Pretty much everyone gets one. Someone's going to have one in, in a minute. Even the standard match is like mm-hmm. two and a half minutes. Usually everyone will get one. Um, Smash meter, A+. Plus. Items in general I think are really awesome because people yeah. I've played with in the past with the Wii U version have always played with items off. So this is actually kind of like one of my first times really delving into playing with items continuously yeah and wow does that really change the game <laughs> oh yeah it makes it a whole lot more for next especially assist trophies oh yeah and some of the like uh master ball pokemon and... oh i had i had two assist trophies on my side once and i was really feeling comfortable <laughs> i think have you ever so the the assist trophies you can now kill them and get yeah. points for killing them but i have not those assist trophies are tough as fuck i have not oh, been yeah, able to actually really kill hard. them before there's one, uh, I don't know what, which game it's from, but it just punches you constantly. 
and I went to go to hit him, and then he just punched me back constantly, and I couldn't get out because he was just going so fast. It was it was it was nuts. It was hard. I don't remember who it was though. You just gotta get good, dude. Gotta get good. I do suck yeah. at Smash Bros. Like a lot. Like fight. I I haven't gotten as many characters, or I've gotten a lot now. But the first day, I didn't get many characters at all because I couldn't beat the foes when they were incoming because. They were hard. Oh, gosh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> a lot God. of them are hard as hell. They were hard as hell, and I just suck at the game. So I'd be like, I can't unlock new characters. I can't get the characters I want because they're fucking hard when I get to them. But I, I, I've gotten past that. I've got, I have unlocked a lot of characters now. How many do you have, would you say? Uh, I have no clue. No Maybe clue. like 30? Okay. I'm over. I know I'm about like halfway now. I have like half the characters now. So I'm a little, I'm a little over 30. Yeah, they're tough. What's your what's your favorite ones? Have you unlocked any of the new ones? Um, I've got Simon Belmont. I got Simon and Richter. I haven't actually yeah. played as Simon yet. He was the last one I just unlocked. Mm-hmm. And then I got Ridley. Oh, I don't have Ridley yet. Yeah. I want Ridley. Ridley's. Really I got fun. Incineroar. Incineroar is is dope. He's super dope. He's one of my favorite ones to play with. Yeah, I, I, you were telling me he's really, really good. How do they decide the order then? So we're not getting the same order then. No, they are. It's. It sounds like there are World of Light. They're obviously in specific places. Mm-hmm. If you unlock that route, classic mode, you unlock a different character based on who you beat classic mode with. So if I were to beat classic mode, I think if you like, I was looking at if you beat classic mode with Link, that will always unlock King K. Rule. So and so that will always unlock this person unless oh, I, can, I got King K. Rule as well. Um. And then, otherwise, I think it's random if you just do smashes. Actually, I think I have all the new characters. Side yeah, note. K.K. Rule, Inkling, um, Simon Belmont, and Ridley. Those are all the new Give characters. Daisy yet? Not counting shadow characters. No, yeah, not counting shadow characters. I think those are all the new ones. Side note, I think it's bullshit that you can't unlock characters by playing online modes. Yeah. That's yeah. a little annoying. Um, I actually... I do have a small little nitpick, and that's that there are too many maps to start with. I wish you unlocked maps oh, as yeah. well. I that's think... one of the things I like about unlocking characters is that I really can get to know each of these characters as I unlock them because I get a chance to play with them yeah. versus having all 74 at once. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm never going to play half of these. Yeah. But the maps is like, like – I, I wish I, the maps are the same. I wish – I think it would be really cool if they said, hey, we're going to give you a selection of maps based on the opening start, starting characters. And then as you unlock more characters, you'll open up a map associated with that character. So like you get like King K. Rule, you might get a Donkey Kong level that you haven't unlocked yet. You get yeah. Daisy, you're going to get the Mario Kart level. Like little things like that. I think that would be really exciting where it's like, oh, I don't care about getting Daisy, but I did want that level. So that's cool. Yeah. Otherwise, like right now, I just choose random every time because like I'm not going to sit here and spend <clears throat> an hour picking from 80 different maps. Yeah, actually. So I, I have been picking from the map manually every time and I looked at because you can look at the stats of how much time you've played Smash Bros and how yeah. much time you fought in Smash Bros <laughs> and there is like a many hour difference between playing and fighting <laughs> in the game yep. you're just looking at maps just looking at maps yeah but there's a lot of them and there are some really really good ones so have you done pirate ship yet I don't know Maybe. It's it's the Wind Waker pirate ship and it is yeah I think so so good it's a great level it's a good one Fun times. I have done one where it's lava and the world just keeps rotating underneath of you. Yes. Isn't that one? That's going to mention that I fucking hate that You level. hate that one? I love I that one. I played it today against David Ramirez on my break. And it, I just 
I hate it. I fucking Do you want to play one you're going to hate? Play the Paper Mario one. Oh my god, it's so annoying. I don't think I've played that one yet. Play Paper Mario. I love the one you just mentioned, the lava one. I think it's a Brinstar Depths is what it's called. It's a Metroid one, I know that. I don't know. But play Paper, Paper Mario. It sucks. <laughs> I just like... Alright. I just like say Paranoia that it wasn't recording for some reason, but I was... So that's good. Paranoia, paranoia, everybody's coming to get me. So Chad, so yeah, Smash is still Smash. It's it's, I think the best version. I never, I didn't play the Wii U 3DS version too much because I only had the 3DS one, and anyone with a Wii U is stupid. Um, but yeah, I think this is probably going to be the definitive version of Smash. I think this will probably overtake Melee with everyone's favorite. I don't. I still think, think so. it. I still think it's weird that it supports GameCube controllers. Is that weird? I do too. Everyone's like, "Oh, thank God!" I'm like, "I'm using the Pro controller, and I think it's great." <laughs> yeah, y'all gotta y'all gotta get with the times. Smash is just a heavily nostalgic game. Yeah, that's why I mean, it, whole, it gets away with not is... being able to change. I mean, yeah, they add a lot of stuff. I get that, but it's still the same game every time. More so than like Pokemon is, I would say. Yeah. Wait, how do you say this? God, it's so funny. They add new stuff, but you're just playing it the same way you've always played it. <laughs> you're not right, playing it any differently. Yeah. I mean, we haven't mentioned this, and I don't think we need to spend too long on it. World of Light sucks. I played three levels of it, and I'm like, oh, someone cares about this. I don't, and then I stopped. I played a good hour of it. Wow. And it's just like, it's so repetitive. It's so boring. It's so long. It's 40 hours long. That's way too long. It's the slowest way to unlock characters, but it's like... The spirit system, you're unlocking spirits and But well, does that benefit you, though, things? when you're playing online? Does it benefit you when you're playing against your friends? Like, how do the, does the spirits you benefit can you? can use spirits in regular Smash modes. You can't... I don't think you can use them online, but you can use it in local play. Then most people aren't going to give a shit. Exactly. And, and it's... The, the problem is I see almost no change. When I have a spirit equipped and when I don't... If I have something <laughs> that says, oh, you move slightly faster, I just don't fucking notice it at all. Mm-hmm. And it was worthless. Yep. And it's also the slowest method, so not going to play it. Yep. Plus, you have to start off as Kirby and... You know what, though? I'm actually pretty good as Kirby. Are you? Like, I unlocked, along that Spirits track, I unlocked Inkling, I unlocked Mario, I unlocked, uh, like, three or four characters. And no matter what, I always kept coming back to Kirby. Okay. Do you know who I found out I'm really good with? Who? And then I found out there's a huge disadvantage to this character, so I just, I'm not playing as them. Ice Climbers. I'm really good with the Ice Climbers. Oh, man. But... If one of your ice climbers strays away and they get knocked off, that's a that's you know you lost a life, even though you weren't actively controlling that character, or at least uh. I'm missing something and there was something I was doing. I don't know, but that was really kind of annoying. Or like I lost Sounds a like life and I'm like, error. but I wasn't. I was just right here. What happened? <laughs> it was very confusing. But yeah. So Smash Bros. A plus. Thank you, Fez, for your opinions on Smash Bros. <laughs> <laughs> He tweeted out this weekend, what happened to all the Smash Bros. hype? And, uh, and he has like a, a gif of someone who's like searching off into it. It's like, I replied, oh, sorry, playing Smash. Can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So, Chad? Um, I also, so our bar for this month, backlog yeah. accomplishment with Respawn and Friends. Normally we reserve this for a classic game or an older game that we both missed somehow, or at least one of us did. Um, this year... Or this December, we are doing games that we missed for Game of the Year consideration. So I'm playing Hollow Knight. You have to put it that way. That's a really good way of putting it. 
Yeah, I'm playing Hollow Knight. You're playing God of War on PlayStation 4 more like 2018. God of suck. Uh, more like God of Game of the Year 2018. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so we're just going to do little bits of barf to update you on our opinions throughout yeah. the month. And then we'll kind of give a Game of the Year talk on January 1st. Let me start with off of mine because mine's pretty quick. It's, okay. It sounds like you played okay. many, many, many more dozen many hours moons. more than me. <laughs> so... Uh, I didn't. I only played initially maybe like hour two. I'd say of yeah two hours of God of War. Um, so I didn't get too much farther. I got the soul chisel at them now, so I can unlock certain doors, so I can go lots of more places now. Do want to call out that I had the conversation with the world serpent, and that scene is awesome, dude. Yeah, <laughs> like it was just badass. It was really cool. Um, but uh, most importantly. Again, people who don't didn't listen last week, I played five hours of God of War, and then I stopped just because I was playing other games and then school, and now I'm playing it again, so I feel like I missed some things. The systems were making too much sense to me, but I get it now. I understand like how leveling up works. It's really, I think, overly convoluted, but I get it. <laughs> um, basically, just you have you get better equipment, which levels you up. You just get better stuff, and that levels yep. you up. That's basically how it works. But it does mean that, like, Kratos has a level, and then the Leviathan hacks as a level, and then each piece of armor he has has a level, and then each of the enchantments that you can add onto the Leviathan axe and each piece of armor has its own level, and then... And so does Atreus. And so does Atreus, <laughs> and so does, like, his... So there's a lot there, but given that complexity, I think you can kind of ignore it for the most part, based on what I've seen thus far. Because I ignored a lot of that, and, like, didn't upgrade my, my Leviathan axe... And I got a really good chunk in the game, and then I'm like, oh, I can upgrade my Leviathan Axe, and now it's really powerful, and I'm finding the game a lot easier suddenly. So, <laughs> so that's good. Because um, also when the game, when you have the more powerful items and the combat's a little bit faster, it makes it flow a lot better as well, which is kind of nice. Yeah. I'm also learning now, too, because I got into the skill tree and was kind of going into like what's, um, what perks do I want to kind of build up towards, even though it seems like it's, you can get pretty much all of them. Um, not yeah. not too easy, not, not yeah. too difficultly, with not too much difficulty. Um, but going through that skill really helped me to understand what moves I have and how I can use them in combat, and that really helped a lot because I couldn't figure out why I was scraping my axe on the ground and having it shoot ice forward, like out of the ground. I couldn't figure out why I was doing it. Now I know why it's doing that. Now I can use it strategically because I know what I'm doing. So much more fun than I know that stuff. So much more fun. And I, <laughs> but I still always ignore uh, Atreus. I don't know why. I always ignore him. I never use his arrows in combat, almost ever. And Have he, you gotten oh, any of his uh, powers yet? I've gotten, like, the electrical arrows and, like, the normal okay. blue arrows. That's all I've gotten so far. Um, there was this weird scene. Actually, it's story-related. I won't mention it. But um, I keep, like, forgetting to use Atreus in, in combat. And he'll just shout at me, like, hey, I'm over here, you know. Like just so you know, I'm like, oh, that's right. Next time, Atreus, though, I'll, I'll, I'll get, I'll let you fight, and then I just forget every time. Dude, yeah. just mash the square button while with stun arrows. Just like, boom, 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 boom. he'll just one enemy's like completely stunned, ready for you to take him out. That way, you can focus on anything else. All right, I'll take your advice. Just do it. Just do, just it. do it. Just equip the right type of arrow for the enemy, and then just mash that button every time it's available. Mm-hmm. I think that's all I have to say about God of War for right now. Still really good, liking it. More like God of Horror. God of Horror. Chad, tell me about Hollow Knight. I played about a dozen more hours. I'm now I'm now thirteen and a half hours into this game, Ooh. and uh, what I think most worries me 
mm-hmm. is that I have to finish it for this month, which means that I can't focus a lot on like side. But you really want to, game. don't you? But I really want to. Yeah. But I can't. But then I feel like after I beat the game, I'm gonna have to move on to something else, and I won't ever be able to come back and do these things. Mm-hmm. So you're liking it. So I'm liking it a lot. Yes, yeah. this is a a beautiful Metroidvania game. Um, I'm loving. I have all the little map marker tokens that I'm like, oh, there's a part where I know later I'm going to need a little double jump. So I'm going to put a little blue one to say I have to fly up here. That way I can remember to come back when I got the fly things. <laughs> or um, uh, I just realized I've been freeing all these little wormy caterpillars. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck are these even for? Why am I breaking these out? Mm-hmm. I even ran into one that was a mimic. Yeah. turned into this monster. Yep. Freaked me the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I've just learned what those are for. Mm-hmm. Got a bunch of rewards from that. I'll say try to find all of them. Something interesting does happen if you find all of them. I I did learn what the reward was for all of them already. Did you find out the story-ish part? No. Okay. That, that's the actually story. more what I'm referring to. Get. Okay. Yeah. There's like there's a little story thing that happens. You kind of go like, man, this game is so fucked. <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, keep going. Sorry. Uh, I think it's I think it's a really beautiful game. The hand dra- I didn't realize it was all hand drawn art style. Yeah, so freaking. And you were mentioned earlier this year. You're like, does knowing how many people you worked on the game change whether or not like change your review score of the game? Mm-hmm. And I want to say no. But for this, I game... I would say like on its own merit, is it a good part? Anyway, it's no matter what, no matter how many people worked on this, it's great. Whether it was three yeah. people or a hundred five people, knowing it's three, I think changes it a little bit. It's, just so, it's not just that it's really good. There's so much. There is. There's so much, and there's. it's so deep. And I found myself just, like, I know that I should be going here. Mm-hmm. I know that's the next thing that I need. <laughs> but also, like, but if I go grind this out, and I go to this area that I haven't explored yet, I know that I'll get this so I can upgrade this. And then once I have that upgraded thing, then I can kill this easier. And then I can get enough geo to go buy this charm. And then once I have that charm, I'll have bought enough charms that I can get another notch. And then I can totally revamp all my charms. <laughs> and then there are optional bosses everywhere that I'm finding. And then yeah. there's just, like, this amazing exploration. Mm-hmm. And there's something... To the risk reward, it's got that Dark Souls risk reward to yes. it. Yes, where you got all this money with you. the The money it's I'm not too attached to as I as attached to as I am like souls and no. Like you'll get to get to a point where it's more about like having a high score where it's like oh I have a hundred thousand like that's right like, yeah I'm awesome and then you lose it you're kind of like oh I can do it again yeah I so that part I'm not like that's not quite the risk reward but the risk reward to me is. I am balls deep in this area that I don't have a map for. Yeah. And, I, and I'm and i just like hoping I don't die because I don't it's, know where the fuck I'm going to spawn back and then whether I'm going to be able to get back to where I am it's currently. It's kind of scary. Yeah. You're like, yeah. oh, like, I need to turn back. I need to go back, but I won't. Speaking <laughs> like, like, of scary, forward. I don't want to spoil anything. Mm-hmm. So I'll just deep nest. Yeah. I got there a lot earlier than I was supposed to, I think. Some people, so I've heard some people's like, that was the third area I made it to. And I'm like, how? How did you get there so early? I got there pretty early. Yeah, it, I got there like towards maybe 30 hours into the game. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So I've heard yeah, this before I... and I'm like, how did you get there early? That was a really late part of the it's game for me. fucking terrifying. Right? Do you have the terrifying. light? Do you have the lamp? 
I did end up getting the okay. lamp. Yeah. Yeah. I actually coincidentally got the lamp right before I ended up going to that area. Okay. Yeah. Because I can't imagine doing that place with the lamp. I can't imagine it. But it's just all the little yeah. noises and like in the background. The noises. All of the little things crawling across the screen in the yeah. foreground. Yeah. Oh my god. It's great. I love the deep nest area. So there are some bosses in this game that really like drove me nuts because they are hard. Have you come across yeah. anything yet that's like really just tested you there's uh i mean there are a couple I'm, that i'm like i know i'm not supposed to be here yet mm-hmm. i'm gonna come back and do these later you'll like, think that and then you realize things. you have to i mean eventually yeah, yeah. no i mean like, like you'll I, realize oh no this is what i actually have to do right now i can't go wandering around that'll happen okay not not like you're forced to but as you're right. wandering around to kind of realize i really think the game wants me to fight that boss i like found yeah a secret version of another boss I'd already fought okay. that I just like, it was the dream version. I went to the dream world. It was actually yeah. the first boss. Mm-hmm. And then it was just like an incredibly hard version of him. Oh yeah. I remember him. Okay. Um, Have you come across, I'm trying to be vague here. Any bosses that are, it's you're facing more than one enemy at once. Yeah. You can tell me about, about the mantis Lords. That's a good boss battle. That's a great one. That's like get to the deep nest, then I imagine. Yeah. Okay. Any other ones? Um, I can't remember. Okay, you'll know. You'll know because I, I, there is this one boss battle that just, it is, one of the most difficult things I've ever done in like a two D, you know, style game like this. Yeah. And I really want to know what you think of that boss battle. And if it's one of those things you're like, oh, I beat that my first try, I'm like fuck you, Chad. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> um, what I do love really so good. much about this game is the like the thing when you're stuck on something, mm-hmm. and there's like you learn something because you have no other option, mm-hmm. and that's how the game forces you to figure it out. Like when I I'd been bouncing around on those little tiny like bouncy flower things, yeah. bouncy buds. I'd just been kind of hopping on them, but I was like, oh, man, I can't really jump off of these, or I can only bounce so high. Mm-hmm. I was like, God, these things fucking suck. All right. And then I got to the point where I was like, I have to go forward here. All there is is this, and I accidentally hit it with my sword. I was like, oh, my God, I can, like, actually bounce high on these if I slap yep. them with my sword. And then the first time when there were, like, things going across the spikes, and I'm like, I can bounce on those with my sword. Yep. i tell you what almost drove me to fucking insanity last night. I spent about <laughs> 45 minutes doing the caterpillar bounce thing. Do you remember the centipede bounce thing? Yeah. You have to go across a whole lake, basically. Yes. Yeah. Uh, no, not a lake. What was it? it was in, it's in Deep Nest. And there's the caterpillar, and you're going across on the caterpillar, and it's moving, and you're oh. on top of it, and then you have to, like, dodge the spikes. And yes. Like, legit 45 minutes, I almost fucking <laughs> snapped my Switch in half. There are some incredibly hard platforming segments. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great game, though. It's great. It's really good. I'm, I'm glad you're liking it. And I'm actually kind of excited because I still, like, based on what you're telling me, there's still so much that you haven't found yet. You're going to... Yeah, yeah, I thought I was getting... Because uh, I'm getting to the point where, like, there are three things that I need to go kill. Mm-hmm. And I've killed one of them. And I've got two more left. Okay. And I started to get to the point where I was like, man, all right, I'm getting kind of close to the end. And then I was just like, I wonder what's over in this corner. 
and I discovered three brand new fucking areas that are all huge that I had yep. no idea were anywhere. And I was like, well, shit. Yep. Nope. I'm nowhere fucking close. <laughs> I'll, I'll say a lot of areas are also mildly optional. Kind of depend. It's kind of like sure. there's so many ways you can go about this game. You can miss a lot. Um, There's also a lot of it is DLC that's been added in since you've gotten the game. Okay. So like – You'll just kind of come across things. You're like, "Oh wow, there's this whole like arena over here that I had no idea about." It doesn't really have anything to do with like the narrative of the game directly. It's definitely part of the world and it's very cool. But I'm glad I found it because this is one of my favorite areas of the game now. Like you'll you'll kind of come across like those little moments. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. I'm glad you're liking it. So I, yeah. yeah, I think that's all I want to say about it for this week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My hope is to have it beat by uh, Christmas. Like Christmas, yeah. We were flying, yeah. so you should save it for the plane. Fly, yeah, yeah. But the flight's only like an hour and a half, and immediately after I get on airplanes, I fall asleep. True, true. Well, Chad, speaking of falling asleep, let's talk about some video game movies that are gonna suck. <laughs> Wait, did we talk about why do we have a Smash Bros. Ultimate section in this note? Is that something we already talked about? Yeah, we basically already talked about. Yeah, it. yeah, okay. Cool, 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 cool. Oh, we have to do fetch quests first. I'm sorry. Let's not let's not talk about video game movies yet. Segway for nothing. Pointless segue. Let's go on to Ooh, something else now. We're very professional this podcast. Very professional. Please be eighteen. Please be eighteen. So <laughs> we get some nights. quick fetch quests here. Uh, first one is that Panzer Dragoon uh, is going to be remade. This is an official announcement. Panzer Dragoon one and two. One and two. Remade. Did you ever play those games? Nope. On the Segas. Nope. Did not. I played Panzer Dragoon Orta. Right? Yeah, on Xbox. That was like an Xbox launch title. And uh, that game was dope. Was it? I know nothing about it. It's a dragon it. flying game. You're, it's like a first person, not first person. Um, you know, like a flight simulator game? Yeah. Where you're, you're just behind, like a third person flying game. But okay. you're shooting with dragons and magic and shit, and it's fun. Oh, sounds like fun. Do you know who's not having fun? Uh, artifact players? Yeah, half of them. <laughs> They're not having half fun, of apparently. The, the artifact players, yeah. You say half of them. Um, they went from 60,000 players to 25,000 players. So a little, bit, a little mm. bit more than half left artifact. And I'm not surprised because there are a lot of card games out there and you have to do something really special to stand out. And Also, a lot of card games that are free to play. Yeah, exactly. An artifact costs money. And then if you want the good cards without having to grind for them, yeah. you got to pay money for the cards. I actually looked a little bit at the, the pricing. It's I don't mind $20 to buy the game because you're getting a starter pack and, like, you're getting a bunch of cards right. and that kind of stuff. It's the paying a dollar to play certain expert-level matches. That's weird. Mm, yeah. Like, in Hearthstone, there's casual play and there's expert play. Expert play just says, hey, I want to play with people who are really competitive. Imagine having to pay a dollar every time you went to play one of those matches. That's just, I don't know, I think it's that's a little greedy. Yeah, especially with, like, if it were free to play, I would understand, cool, you got to make money somehow. But then you're, you're already paying 20 bucks for the game. Yeah, and also card games make tons of money to begin with because you have to buy card packs. Like, it's just... Yeah. Car, card games have the easiest model for microtransactions ever. Don't mess with that. <laughs> Speaking of uh, good use of your money... Yeah. There's a Quantic Dream Collection available now for PS4, and it includes Heavy Rain and Beyond Two Souls and Detroit Become Human. 
and it's the same price as just but Detroit Become Human by itself. Yeah, it was. And to be clear here, not it was the same price as Detroit. Now Detroit costs less money. No, no, no. Detroit is still the same price as this. Yeah. Why do they why do they not drop the price of Detroit? I don't understand that. I had to do a double take. I'm like, oh, clearly they just mean it's her. Heavy Rain and Beyond Two Souls for $40, and then Detroit's another 40 after that. That would make sense, nope. but no, no, it's 40 for all three. Uh, Good deal. We talked about Heavy Rain earlier. I think that you should not start with Heavy Rain. Holden thinks it's an okay place to start. I think Detroit Become Human is, is a wonderful, fantastic game that I think everyone should play. So, uh, I need to play that still. Up. I hear it's good. Pip, 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 pick up your room, Jared. <laughs> So uh, we have some new games coming to Xbox and Game Pass in December. Fuck, I might get Game Pass for another month. Yeah, because Below is going to be on there, and that game looks fucking awesome. Below and Ashen? I want Ashen. That's it. That's really all I want. You don't want to play Pro Evolution Soccer 19? No. Jesse's going to want to play Mortal Kombat Game 10. Pass, if, you, if you have Xbox and Game Pass and you haven't played Hellblade yet, fucking play Hellblade. Absolutely. That was one of our like Game of the Year contenders last year. <laughs> Yeah, I think or it was on Blind Forest. You know, actually, it's been on there before, I think. Maybe it's just rotating back in. I don't know. But I still want to play Below. Below sounds fantastic. It has been you have how many to, years? Five, six years? Six years, yeah. You have to play that game so I can live vicariously through you. I will play it, but I'm not going to let you know anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Chad. Now can we talk about video game movies? Let's talk about video game movies. <sighs> and that segue five minutes ago is so worth it. That worked. Worth it. <laughs> uh, let's start with Metro 2033. First of all, I didn't even know there was a movie being worked on for Metro 2033. Well, it turns out there's not. There, exactly, because <laughs> they stopped working on it. This reminds me a lot of the Harry Potter, Steven Spielberg situation. Go on. So Harry Potter was apparently at one point going to be made by Steven Spielberg. And then he wanted to have it set in America and have him be an American. And J.K. Rowling said, no, that's not what Harry Potter is. Obviously. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so they didn't do that. And thank God they didn't because those movies are magical because it was true to the book. And this is the kind of the same thing. Metro 2033 was supposed to take place in Moscow because that's what happens in the games and the books. And the producers wanted to set the game in uh, Washington, D.C. instead. And the author basically said that um, – actually, the quote is – that he just he felt that xenoph- his depiction of xenophobia in Moscow would not carry over to Washington D.C. is kind of mm. how he put it. Mm. Um, and he believes that Moscow would be a unique uh, setting, and that would be a selling point for the movie. And that I do agree with. Yeah, you don't see much in Moscow. No, you don't. In movies, you don't. Um, and I think he makes a good point about xenophobia in America and is different than it is in, say, Europe, just because we're pretty much an isolated country. I mean, we have Mexico and Canada around us, but like Europe is, they're all small countries all together. Russia's right there as well. It's it's just, it's a different layout. So the, the topics and how you discuss those issues is different than it is in America. Yeah. In America, you're just idiots who are fucking terrified of Mexican people for some reason. <laughs> Oh, they mean Canadians. We're terrified of Canadians too. You gotta don't right. forget about that. Yeah, they're just so boring. We're terrified of them. <laughs> um, I think it's, I just want to say good for him for sticking up for his work like that. Yeah. Um, I think he also. I hadn't read this in the notes, so maybe I'm crazy here, but I think he also just made the point too of like, the books and movies have sold millions of copies. Clearly, Moscow is not an issue. 
Then we have this other uh, movie then we story. Have Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. So I can tell Chad's very excited about this one. I'm just looking at the silhouette, and then there was another image they released today of him sitting on top of this, the Golden Gate Bridge. Oh, is they actually show what he looks like in that one? No, it's just like it's his POV. So you see his legs and then like his speed trail on the bridge. Oh, okay. So you don't actually see his body or his face. But it. Oh, my God. It's one of those like. It looks so bad. No, God, no, kind of moment. Yeah, he looks like a like a like a weird deformed toddler. So I was actually thinking in the opposite direction because his arms and legs are like full arms and legs. I was thinking he's gonna stand up and be like six feet tall, and that's gonna be weird if he's a little hedgehog. It is so weird for him to have those full ass arms and legs. It's really strange, but then you can tell. Based on his little nose, and he, I think that's his eye. He's kind of like a cartoony-ish face, or cartoonish-looking face. I don't. Maybe I don't know. Like, I mean, real-looking still, so but like, bad. I'm really worried. I think this sounds awful. And then I was looking at the cast, and I'm like, oh, no one in this cast sounds like it's gonna be worth it. Like, there's no one. I don't know. John Ralphio, the guy who played John Ralphio, is playing Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay, he's funny as shit, though. He is funny, but I don't... Is he Sonic the Hedgehog, though? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, the last Sonic the Hedgehog we got was Jaleel White, Steve <laughs> Urkel. <laughs> so... <laughs> is that for real? Yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon was Jaleel White. I had no idea. That's really funny. Um, yeah, I, this just looks doesn't look good. I think this poster was released um, a month after the Pokemon movie because they have to stay you in know the what, conversation. Though? Okay. So, yeah, at first glance, I was terrified by the Pokemon, the Detective Pikachu Pokemon. This could turn out to be like that. When we finally do get a full look and not just a silhouette. It could be. I was also at first off-put by Pikachu's life-size arms and legs. (laughs) 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 And then I realized it's fine. It's normal looking. And I'm sure the same thing will happen to Sonic and his human-sized arms and legs. Definitely. Definitely. Most deaf. Most deaf. Most deaf not. All right. We got some rumors to talk about. And I want to start with the Portal 3 rumor. Did you look into these at all? I uh, just read the notes that you wrote in there. Um, I, th- I think the Portal 3 was really funny. So basically what happened is in Counter-Strike, um, Global Offensive, they – I guess they had some sort of new map or something like that. I don't know exactly what it was. But there was a, um, a hotel room in the in the map with four rooms in it. The third room you couldn't get into. However, there's a secret entrance to the third room in the second room. And when you go in there, there's a computer. And when you sit at the computer for a few minutes, it plays uh, an encrypted audio recording. When people decrypted it, it was a quote from GLaDOS from Portal. And the quote is, I have it right here. This was a triumph. I'm making a note here. Huge success. I haven't played Portal but that's from the game. They've now CSGO commented and they said, congrats to all those who found our portal Easter egg on um, DZ Black site. We're just having a bit of fun and Easter egg is not a product announcement. Enjoy Danger Zone. <laughs> so again, like kind of the same thing we said with the whole Bloodborne thing. They're never going to yeah. say it was a product announcement. But that seems really obviously like a big wink e- Easter egg. Like, I think way more than the Bloodborne 2 one. I think we're just seeing, like, people having fun with games that they like. 
I mean, in a day and age where we're seeing, like, they just announced this week that you will be able to play Geralt of Rivia in Monster Hunter World. Mm-hmm. Not just a skin, but, like, he's in it. Like, companies, I mean, this is still Valve, but companies putting properties together and just having fun mashing up video games, I think that's really all it was. I don't know, so because... Like some guy saying, mm, we really like Portal. I wonder if we can just reach out and say, hey, can we put Portal in our game? Like, fucking yeah. There are four We're rooms. We're not going to make a third it's one. It's the third room. <laughs> you can't get into the third room. There's all the joke of that Valve can't count to three. You can get into the first room. You can get into the second room. Can't get into the third room. Can't count yep. to three. And then you can sneak into the room, and there's a Portal reference in there. I don't know. I think it's more likely they would make a Portal 3 than they would a Half-Life 3. Yeah. So I believe it. Two two things, though. Um, one is that... I don't think Gabe Newell was like, hey, guys, we should do this Easter egg. Let's put company resources into making this Easter egg as a marketing wink-wink. Like, I don't know. I don't believe that necessarily. But the second point is that someone who's working on the game, because the way Valve works is they have desks with, with desks with wheels on them. If you want to work on another game, you just wheel your desk over to that department. If you want to change to working on Half-Life 3 instead, you just move your desk over to that department. That's how it works, apparently. So someone was making something for, you know, Global uh, uh, Counter-Strike. They had worked on Portal 3, and they're like, oh, we want to do a light wink to it. I can see them doing that. It's a lot of effort. I don't know. But I don't know. It's, this seems like a big Easter egg to make. Is it a lot of effort? Yes. Do they have anything else they're fucking working on? No. Well, apparently <laughs> they're working on Portal 3, Chad. <laughs> they got a lot no. they're working on actually they do have a lot they're working on they've said that they are going to be releasing games in greater frequency in the next few years no well they said firewatch in... creators are going to be making games for them <laughs> <laughs> campo santos will be making campo Half-Life santo. 3. yeah yes that's what's happening that's why they bought them they're like we don't want to fucking do it we want to keep making easter eggs and counter-strike global offensive so we're going to hire <laughs> you to make our games for us speaking of three three <sighs> This game is a big old cock tease. Borderlands 3, y'all, just needs to fucking come out. When did 2 come out? A long ass time ago. It was it came like, out on PS3 and Xbox yeah, 360. Yeah. They re-released it in the Handsome Collection, though. Uh, some details. Apparently, you're going to have four main characters. going to be heavily co-op focused. Most likely be announced the first half of 2019. Game is still of an alpha. Not to be expected soon. We All of that is a big no-brainer. <laughs> Duh. Every game has had four main characters. Every game has been heavily co-op focused. This is what we know. If it doesn't come out, if it doesn't get announced in the first half of 2019, we're going to fucking kill Gearbox. I I don't recommend that. We're all going to march with pitchforks. I'm going to duct tape one to your hand. And then uh, in... That's like some Joker level shit. That's like taping the pitchfork to my hand. That's like the Joker does. That's evil. We're stop that conversation right there, because the NSA is listening. (laughs) Chad, really harming creators of Gearbox Studios. (laughs) (laughs) All I want is Borderlands Three. Do Do you want Infinity Blade anymore? Oh, Infinity Blade! You know, I was when I first saw this story. Infinity Blade trilogy is no longer available for purchase in the App Store. Epic Games has pulled it. When I first saw this story, I was like, oh, man, wow. Those are, like, some of the standout games on the App Store. And they were, like, the ones that introduced – like, they introduced them on the, the keynote at WWDC mm-hmm. for the App Store and things like that. 
but then I thought about it like, are they making money on those anymore? Is anybody buying those anymore? How many? When's the last time they probably sold one of those? Nah. They're probably spending more money updating them to like 64-bit apps and things like that to keep them current with certain operating systems than they are actually making money off the game. So it makes sense for them to pull them. That's just another unfortunate side effect, though, of the digital future. Yeah, it's kind of a shame. Because like to me, this is like saying, well, we're taking Halo off the Xbox store because it's been a long time since Combat Evolved was out and we can't support it anymore. Like, I just, yeah. That's going to happen eventually, too, but... It is weird, but it's I mean, there are still it's like people who game. own the Halo game and an Xbox or Master Chief Collection and an Xbox One. They can still play Halo. There's uh, currently you can still re-download the game, but eventually you won't be able to. I think what would be nice if it would happen, and this is actually I think more of an issue on Apple's end, and I'll explain that in a second. Um, is that developers should give them to the community? Should give the games to the community? Hey, we can't support this, but if you guys love this game. Basically, just prevent pirating because pirating has kind of kept maintained a lot of these games. Emulations maintained maintained a lot of these games. Just give it out to the community and say, "Hey, do what you want with this game. Like maintain it, make sure it runs on future operating, so that kind of stuff." Yeah. Apple's ecosystem doesn't allow for that, though. You couldn't say, right. "Take it, do what you want with it, and then put it back on the App Store and then release it for people." I don't know. It just wouldn't. It wouldn't work. That's okay. I'm sure there are a hundred. Chinese knockoff clones of it in the app store already. So. <laughs> yes. Countless blade. <laughs> <laughs> blade that does not end. Blade that does not end. <laughs> um, I think it's kind of sad, though. It's upsetting. And they're yeah. going to keep it. So, like, if you've already downloaded it or you've already bought it, you'll be able to redownload it again. You just can't make any new in-app purchases at all. Um, there's no guarantee that you'll be able to redownload forever, though. I can say that yeah, there is... I mean, is... if you look at something like Bioshock from 2K, that's in my purchase history, but I can never redownload it. Mm-hmm. And it's happened to me with the field of games, too, which is, I don't know. I think if you bought it, you should still have access to it, but that's not how these things work. Nope. Nope. But that's one, I'd say, kind of upsetting thing Epic did. There was something very cool that Epic did this week, though, too. Oh, what did Epic do? What did they do? They launched their Epic Games Store. Which is pretty cool um, because they have a really cool uh, revenue split with developers. And that's they they give developers a lot more money than they usually are used to getting. Usually the standard I'd say is a 70-30 split. They're doing 88-12. That's huge. Yeah. So that is a super pro developer move. Very, Um, very much so. And we're already seeing, you saw it actually a few times at the Game Awards at the end of trailers. Of, coming to Epic Game Store at the yep. end of the the trailer. Well, we were also when we were watching the Game Awards, uh, we were wondering why are they showing Journey? Journey's not on PC, but it's launching the Epic Game Store for PC for the first time. That's pretty titties. It's pretty titties. Apparently, um, Bastion Maker, Super Giant Games, Super Giant Hades. Uh, their yeah. new game Hades is already out in the Epic Game Store as well. Yep. It launched in the Epic Game Store. Yes, yeah, so it's it's pretty cool. This is not so. It does not seem like the Epic Game Store is competing against Steam. This is a not going to be every game you get will come from Epic's Game Store. It seems like they're curating right. a selection of games um, that they enjoy to sell. Yep, and I think they're basically going to get developers in saying, "Hey, you have a really awesome game. We want to support you. Come to us, and you'll get more money." Here's what I love about Epic Games: they 
found success. I mean, they've always been pretty successful with a lot of their properties, but they mm-hmm. found unimaginable success with Fortnite. And they have this sudden like influx of cash. And they're like, what do we do with it? Well, earlier this year, they said, all right, anyone who's ever made an asset for us and, stole it and sold it in the Epic Store, we're going to retroactively give you a lot more money for it. We're going to increase the percentage you get, and then we're going to go back in time and just give you guys that extra stuff. Awesome. And then they come out and they're like, hey, by the way, we're now making a thing where you get 88% of the profit from your game instead of 70%, uh, just because we got a ton of money and we don't know what to do with it. Oh, and by the way, also, if you made it with Unreal Engine, we're going to waive the 5% fee that we normally charge for every sale. Oh, and by the way, we're also going to do a support a creator program. And if you advertise and someone clicks on your affiliate link and comes to our store, we're going to give you a big chunk of that as well. It's like they're just they're taking all of their success and they're giving it right back to the developers, mm-hmm. the community, their fans. And that's a super cool thing to do to see from a big company like that. Oh, yeah. Very, very cool. One thing to note, because they're curating these games, the 88% revenue that developers are getting is probably still going to go towards bigger developers. Not like huge, but like established names. You're not going to have an up-and-coming, no one's ever heard of you, going to be at a game store initially, I would imagine. Well, I mean, Maybe we we will, but... You still have smaller people like Supergiant and... uh, Yeah, but again, that's an established name, though. Yeah, still indie though. It's still indie, absolutely, but it's an established yeah. indie. So I just, I just wanted to throw that that little that's dope. caveat out there. This but it's, I don't comes... want to, I don't want to diminish what they're doing though, because I think this is still yeah. huge. This also comes uh, about two days after Steam announced their new revenue split. Did you see that? No, actually, I'm su- so I should have yeah. But this that. this announcement was made about two days after Steam announced theirs, and Steam has the seventy thirty, and they announced that the more your game sells the more profit you make from it. Starting with $10 million. <laughs> when your game sells $10 million, you'll start to earn a little bit more. When it sells, whatever the next number is, $20 million, $30 million, you'll start to earn a little bit more. So that that very heavily caters to the Ubisoft, the Blizzard, yeah. everyone. They're like, hey, stop making, uh, stop making everything happen on Battle.net. Stop making everything happen in the Uplay store. We want you guys back on Steam. So they're very much catering to the giant developers trying to bring them back in and then fucking over all the other people, all the little guys. I personally never understood the 70-30 split. It seems totally egregious to me. It just seems like overkill. Right. It's it's literally just like, we're not going to do shit at all. We're just going to let you guys post your shit on our store and we're going to make a, almost a third of what you make. Yeah. It makes no sense to me. It doesn't. I mean, I get they have it, to like support the servers and employees to like do support and that kind of stuff, but there's no way that... 30% is not enough to, like, support that. I'm sure 12% is plenty to support that kind of stuff. Yep. It's basically pure profit. Especially when you're Steam, which up until maybe about, like, a year-ish ago, two years ago, was a monopoly, basically. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was still uh, good old games. Yeah, but this isn't... There's still Humble Bundle, but... Yeah, but this also isn't... Ex- this is not just a Steam thing. I mean, this is... Apple's trend with the Google, with um yeah. with uh, and this is Google's trend, trend with Play Store. Like this is a pretty standard model, I would say. Yeah, and and, and even Google and Apple have made slight changes, but it's and again it's to kind of favor. Well, once you have the subscription for like a full year, then we'll change subscription revenues to eighty five fifteen. Like, but again, it's still catering to bigger companies. 
Yeah. So you know what I uh, I actually hadn't considered this until I heard it. Maybe it was on Easy Allies. Um, with this new split, there might be de- developers who are like, "Oh, I could settle on Steam with a seventy thirty, and I could sell it on Epic with an eighty eight twelve, and maybe I'll just cut the price and make the same amount of money and make it cheaper on Epic, and that mm-hmm. way that's just going to drive everybody to Epic Game Store." And everyone's going to be like, why the fuck would I buy it on Steam? Kind of like what Spotify you tried to do on iOS. Yeah. When, like, if you bought the Spotify subscription through the app, it was twelve ninety nine. Yeah. But if you bought it on the website, it was nine ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Just because of that seventy thirty. And Apple was like, very Ooh. fair and said you could link to the website if you wanted to, to let people know. But, oh, wait, they didn't do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, uh, I, I think that's a really kind of interesting thing that people could pull i don't know if anyone's going to but just like you could legit make it cheaper and still really make the same amount of money ballsy move i mean not that steam would ever say like no you can't sell our game on there because you lowered the price somewhere else but yeah you wouldn't necessarily want to piss off valve <laughs> and, that's right and you know shoot across the bow if you will so sternum <laughs> <laughs> bow stern sternum wanted to say it do you want to talk about the Game Awards, Chad? Let's talk about the fucking Game Awards. Main quest! The fucking main quest! Really quickly. Where people fight dragons! <laughs> we will talk about dragons. And eat from a pot! I want to just go over really quickly the predictions that did not happen. The things people thought were going to happen at the Game Awards. Oh, so many things. That did not. I thought here were some of the biggest ones. Okay, tell all of the people. Um, all all the people, every single one of them. Alien Blackout, people thought that was going to happen. Didn't happen. Fucking nowhere to be seen. Nowhere to be seen. Um, I said Resident Evil 2 trailer and a demo announcement. Didn't. Turns out you're a dumb bitch. I'm a dumb bitch. Didn't happen. Um, so here's, all right, Avengers game. People thought there was going to be an Avengers game. Mm, there was yeah. an Avengers game, but not the one people thought it was going to be. <laughs> Which is kind of cool. There was a cool. game with Avengers in it. <laughs> there was a game with Avengers in it, yeah. Um, the Avengers 4 trailer. People thought the Avengers 4 trailer was going to be there. Came out the next day. <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of funny. You think, I imagine this conversation between Jeff Keighley and the Russo brothers be like, oh, so you're going to show the trailer at the Game Awards? Well, we were thinking like the next day instead. He's like, are you sure? Just like the day before. Like, you showed up at the Game Awards. It'd be great. <laughs> like, we do that. Ah, no, we'll show up. But like, ah, we can't do that. I'm sorry. That must have been kind of shitty for That's... Jeff Keighley to like deal with that. I don't know. <laughs> Why would there was so much hype around the Russo brothers being at the Game Awards, and it turned out there's like no, we just want to present. We're just fans. I have like what? So what did it mean? Let me say the next prediction that didn't happen, and then I'll come back to what you just said because I think okay, the, the thematically they're related. Okay, so Avengers Four trailer, no Metroid Prime Four. Oh God. So much hurt. You were so hurt. You were so I was butthurt. so butthurt about it. <laughs> I literally, Chad and I watched the show live together, and I literally said, well, that was a stupid show. <laughs> I've settled down on this show. Actually, I have more positive things to say about it. But I'm totally, totally butthurt about it. But I realized, how brilliant of marketing is this? Reggie had a photo with Jeff Keighley showing uh, him wearing a Metroid shirt. Everyone's talking about how this is going to be a Metroid game. There's this, this Prime Trilogy Switch rumor going about. Um... And then it doesn't happen, which actually probably generated just as much discussion had they shown the trailer. <laughs> and they could then spend that money on just ads for Smash Bros. throughout the whole thing. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I think the same thing is true of Avengers 4. Like, let's just, like, just tease them just, like, a little little bit more about this yeah. the title for the next movie. It's it's kind of a really smart marketing move is to not say something when there's a lot of hype around it. 
because you and still had the goes, conversation. Yeah! Exactly. But again, like people are still going to be hyped when Metroid Prime 4 is announced. Definitely next month. Definitely next month in January. <laughs> it's going to happen. It has That's to. That's it. It has to. I said the same thing last year. I know. So let's talk about what did get announced, Chad. And then we'll get into like the winners and all that stuff. All right. I don't want to focus on every announcement because there's actually a lot. No, there's a, a shit ton. There was this a shit thing ton. was almost three and a half hours. It was very, very long. And although they did not announce Metroid Prime 4, which is like a shame, they had some really good announcements. And there are actually three games I'm Walk super excited about. But what did you like? I wonder what you liked. Uh, Blue Firewatch I was intrigued by. The Blue Firewatch? What? Yep. What was it called? Among Trees? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that one. We were watching it. It just looks like Blue Firewatch. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that looks good. <laughs> uh, Hades. We talked about this one already a little bit. Yep. Hades from Supergiant. It's the roguelike kind of in the isometric style of Bastion and mm-hmm. Transistor. Uh, already out on goddamn shit. Ashen mm-hmm. got released that yeah. day? Yeah, it's, it came out that day. day. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was stoked to see that there was already a Joker DLC announcement for Smash Bros. First of all, mm-hmm. the the fact that we're already seeing DLC the night before the game came out, I think it's really cool. Second of all, the fact that it was someone as high profile and as unrelated to Nintendo as Persona Five. Yes, like Persona games, that maybe some of the like dancing ones maybe came out on 3DS, but like no Persona, the main Persona games, games have been on 3DS before. Not, not even just they a have? dancing one, but yeah, they've had 3DS Persona games. Gotcha. Maybe just one actually, but it wasn't a, like a bad one or anything. It was a good one. It was gotcha. well, it was well received. Persona Four though and Five have not. No, no. There's been no discussion about them ever coming. No, but I think that's maybe a good sign of it. We might be seeing those coming to Switch. Possibly. But I think it also might the, be just more that it's a very prominent Japanese developer. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, it's and, just a prominent Japanese developer. We no longer are in the days where it has to have anything to do with Nintendo in order to appear in Switch, which is cool. Well, also and that makes me excited. Also, Shin Megami Tensei Five is coming to Switch exclusively, I believe, and Persona is a spinoff of Shin Megami Tensei. I always forget. that. I always forget I, that too, I and I just remember it right now. World. I haven't played any of those games before. Me neither. Um, but yeah, but yeah, the, they also said the Joker announcement that the Joker is in, is indicative of what to expect from the DLC characters. Essentially, that this is like a sign yeah. of what the, the theme is going to be. There was the did you see the tweet from Sac from Zachary? I'm not on Twitter uh, anymore, so no. Oh, that's right. So well this was weeks ago. Whenever they announced that, oh, we haven't decided what the five characters are yet. Uh five DLC characters are yet, but we'll be making up our minds. And then like the next day after he got hundreds and hundreds of people telling him, We should have this, we should have this, he finally tweeted out like, Please stop giving me things. I'm not the one making the decision. Nintendo's deciding who's the DLC characters this time. Please stop tweeting me. <laughs> but when that came out, everyone was like, oh, Nintendo's making this decision this year, or this time, not Zachariah. That might mean, like, oh, we're going to see them really pushing Nintendo. Oh, we're going to see Piranha Plant. We're going to see ARMS characters. We're going to see a lot of things that, you know, we just don't give a shit. But no, no I don't think so. They went for Persona 5. I think it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, I think also they. Nintendo's on this, like, outreach mission. You know, they want to get people who normally wouldn't get a nintendo console to buy a switch that's kind of yeah. like what their goal has been like putting doom and ha- working with bethesda like things like that like reggie said recently he would love to have red dead redemption 2 on switch and i'm like they would never let <laughs> they would never let a rockstar game on there before usually that's really funny but no. he said that he'd love to have it 
technologically speaking, it'll never happen. But I'm surprised that we but, didn't see a GTA 5 on Switch announcement. Uh, I think eventually it'll probably happen, but that'd be kind of unheard of before. I really don't think that like on the Wii you would have seen something like that. Although actually that's not true. They had Manhunt on the Wii. <laughs> they did. I played Manhunt 2 on the Wii. Yep. Yeah, that's a mess. They also had uh, Chinatown Wars on 3DS. That's true. GTA. That's true. I shouldn't say that actually, but um, that's what I thought there. Close what I thought. You, you distracted me. Cool. Well, what other announcements were there that you were excited about? Well, my three games I'm pretty excited about. Um, one's just the last campfire. Is that's the Hello Games? Game. Oh yeah, that looks oh, really yeah. good. It looks very different than No Man's Sky. This is not. You know what, what? Like... You know what I learned about it? What? That's two people. Two people made two that game. People. Two people from Hello Games just like, hey, can, hey, Sean Murray, can uh, we go work on this thing? They're like, oh, yeah, cool. Two people made that entire game. That's really impressive. Yeah, right? That looks really good. The art style is really fun looking. Um, I really want to play that game. I doubt it's coming to Switch, but I would love it. That seems like a really good game to play on Switch. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. Um, the Pathless, the new game uh, from Abzu and the Journey Creator. Oh, yeah, that was the one with the bow and arrow. and mm-hmm. That yeah. looks really interesting. It looks – Abzu, to me, was just, like, underwater journey, and that's why I didn't like it that much. It just felt like too much of the same thing, that same sure. kind of game. This looks like it's trying to be something different. It looks like it's much more open-ended is, is the vibe. I mean, it's literally called The Pathless. It'd be kind of strange if it was a linear game. So I'm curious what they're going to, to do with that. The art style is incredibly beautiful. The game I'm most excited about is The Outer Worlds. There's been so much scuttlebutt about Outer Worlds on the internet the last couple of days. I, well, I haven't been paying attention to that at all. What have they been saying? Just people like, thank God, The Outer Worlds. Wait, is this the one I'm thinking of? This is the one that kind of like is a Fallout? Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is from Obsidian. Everyone's like, this is what Fallout 76 should have been. Yep, yeah. Or like For everyone who was disappointed, this is what you should be playing instead. This game honestly seems perfect, perfect timing and bad news for Bethesda. Just that Fallout 76... Also, um, Starfield. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously, I think Starfield will probably be a next-gen game, so there'll be some hype there still. But this looks like a really good game. It doesn't look like revolutionary at all. It looks like a very typical Western RPG in the style of Fallout. It looks very much like that, just in space. That's kind of why I'm excited about it. It's like, oh, oh boy, cool. I actually have been wanting to have a RPG like this with a sci-fi setting. Yeah. Um, I think I was listening to Game Informer show, and they, um, or it was just gameplay of it, and the Game Informer was talking over it, and they made a really good point, and that's that there's not been a really good sci-fi RPG lately. It's kind of been a big letdown. Mass Effect Andromeda, big letdown. Fallout seventy six was kind of like a big, you know, letdown. Um, we're waiting. For, people have been waiting for something like this. I feel like, and there's not yep. really a another game like it on the current generation of consoles in terms of being this kind of RPG in that kind of setting, even though it doesn't seem there's anything super revolutionary happening with the RPG mechanics. That's it. I did watch a little of the gameplay though. And there were some kind of clever little things thrown in there. Like when, um, if there's a certain enemy that I, I think I, I'm probably getting this wrong, but if there's a, if there's a certain type of enemy that defeats you a lot, or I, I think it's what it is. It defeats you a lot your character will start to grow afraid of that particular type of enemy, which means that you'll actually lose a little bit of your stats when... when they pee their pants? They kind of pee their pants a little bit when they get close to that enemy. It, like, builds fear in them. Like, I think that's, like, kind of cool. Um, 
you could play dumb with NPCs and you're talking to them. There's like an option that's just dumb next to it. <laughs> you can play dumb with NPCs, like little fun things like that, but nothing that's just like, whoa, RPG's never done this before. I just want to see this world. I'm very curious about this world. I have a lot of yeah. questions still. Like, it's called the Outer Worlds. Are you actually traveling to different worlds? How big is this place? I don't know. Mm. But it looks good. And then the other announcements that were not new games, the only one I really cared for, besides the one you already mentioned, was Rage 2. That trailer is awesome. I can't Rage wait to dope. get that game. Yeah. It's going to be fucking sick. Again, I just want Borderlands 3, but Rage 2 will do in the meantime. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Rage 2 will come out first. Rage 3 might come out before Rage before Borderlands 3. <laughs> Who knows? But but yeah, they had some really good announcements at the Game Awards. There were uh, a Mortal Kombat 11 was announced. Yeah. They had a trailer, yeah. yeah. Cool way to announce Mortal it, Kombat. though. Like, we're announcing the award for, yeah. what's this happening? A trailer? Oh. Like, that was kind of cool. It would have been better if it was like, what's this? Metroid Prime 4? Like, that would have been way <laughs> cooler. But This game doesn't look <laughs> incredible, but the fact that it's happening the way it is is incredible. Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, the Black Order, yeah. is exclusive to Switch. That's surprising by to Nintendo. me. Yeah. Uh, from Team Ninja. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was really surprising. It looks like the old Marvel Ultimate Alliance games, which is to say that those were really old games, <laughs> and it still looks super old, but well, I guess it's Switch exclusive, so... Here, we'll put it this way. I got an Xbox 360 within the first year of launch, I think, and one of the games I got with it was Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2. 360 yep. launch. Yep. Oh, oh my god, I'm sorry. Can I just do a random tangent for a second? Yep. Random work story that's relevant to me just mentioning Xbox 360. As you guys know, I'm a brand ambassador for Oculus. So I do spend some time talking to people about tech specs for computers and whether or not their computer can handle Oculus or not. And this guy's like, well, I don't know what kind of gaming PC I have, but it's a Microsoft 360. Will that be able to handle the <laughs> Oculus? And I'm like, no, sir. No, no, <laughs> Probably no, no, not. No, no. <laughs> Let's talk what PC means. Yeah. That was pretty funny. Uh, the Microsoft 360. Oh, uh, yeah. The <laughs> other big thing that I think was announced that I think looks trash, but probably is going to make a lot of headlines, Stranger Things 3, the game. Yeah. I think the way it was shown off was awful. I think the game itself looks awful. <laughs> Jordan looks like... Do you remember the in, like a Kickstarter game called Star Command? No. No, never mind. Okay, we'll keep talking. Just ignore me. I'm Good an idiot. talk. Good talk. Good point, Holden. Let's move on. All in all, though, there were a ton of announcements and a ton of trailers at Game Awards. Yeah. And I think you put it, you put something really well. At the end, I mentioned, wow, there's a lot more ads and stuff during this Game Awards. But then you kind of made a really good point. And that's, yeah, but there's a lot less, um, was it Gillette Schick Turbo oh, Man or whatever? Oh, Turbo or Schick Quattro. Yeah, the razor blade like, mascot. Bullshit, yeah. Like, oh my god, I can't believe we're watching this right now. And more of like, oh, these are ads for games. Yeah, I get it. exactly. The only thing that was kind of like, oh man, like another musical performance. But that's more understandable. Uh, they'll never oh, not god. have those kinds of things. <laughs> the, the the metal, the metal the, one. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. The only one I liked was the Smash Bros. one because it, it made me realize how much <laughs> suck my dick and snort a mound of cocaine. But did you like not like my button? Fucking do it again. When they play the Game Awards like song and i'm like eh, that wasn't that great every time they played i'm like that wasn't that great but the, <laughs> the smash bros song i'm like wow nintendo really is just like so much better at music than so many other game developers <laughs> not all of them but yep. than a lot of other game developers 
let's talk about who won. Suck my d- that song is so catchy. No, we, that does not have that's not the lyrics of the song, just so you know. Even no, it is. It is. But even Saturday, Saturday, Jesse sat down to play with me mm-hmm. with her new boyfriend, and we all sat down and played Smash. This was twenty four hours after we had the game. Wait, she's not with Cam anymore? No, no, they broke up a long time oh, ago. Oh man, but Cam was awesome. She's with a new boyfriend who just got divorced last week, so. Woo! Whoa. <laughs> Fun. But anyway, uh, we sat down. She heard the music for the first time. She's like, wait a minute. That's that Suck My Dick song you've been singing, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> I was like, it is. She's like, man, you've been singing that for a while. I was like, no, literally 24 hours. That's it. But it's that catchy. <laughs> and now she sings it. Suck my dick oh my and God, snort a pound of cocaine. <laughs> I got that stuck in my head over the weekend, too, because you were singing that to me. <laughs> when you were watching the- <laughs> I think you were saying this people were watching the Game Awards. Is that what you're say- yep. saying? It? Yeah. No, it was no. We were we were playing online. That's right. Together. That's right. That's right. And you were legit getting angry. I was getting angry. <laughs> with you, yes. <laughs> as angry as I get, I don't get angry. It's just too catchy. It's too. Let's catchy. talk about who won some shit. Yeah. Mostly so I can gloat about God of War. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even though we both predicted God of War, spoiler alert, God of War won Game of the Year. Even though we both predicted that was going to win Game of the Year, I was still like, oh, it did win. I'm really surprised. <laughs> yeah. I was. I, I thought it was going to happen, but then, you know, Red Dead kept racking them up. Yep. And I was like, oh, shit. Is this going to sweep the entire awards ther- ceremony mm-hmm. right now? But God of War did well still. Yeah, it did. Let's let's talk through some of the main, main ones. Yeah. So Game of the Year, obviously, we just said went to uh, God of War. It also won action-adventure game. Yep. And it also won... Game Direction. Uh, Game Direction, which it absolutely deserves. Yes. Did it win anything else? Is that? No, that was it. Just three. It was three, yeah. Um, Ongoing game was Fortnite, but that's not surprising. Yep. That was obvious. Um, Art Direction surprised me just because I had never heard of this game. Um, Obra Dinn. Obra Dinn. So I've learned a little bit more about it since. It's PC only, which is why we've never heard of it. That makes sense. Fez D's um, like, it's and- the best game ever, you guys. Why have you never heard of this before? <laughs> it kind of looks like really shitty, like, night vision. Mm-hmm. Like, like if 16-bit <laughs> graphics were only in black and white night vision type stuff. Okay. Um, That's kind of what it looks like. But I guess, you know, in, in a moving video game, it looks amazing. Hmm, I watched a little bit of it. I was like, oh, that's really interesting art style. Hmm. Um... Narrative, I was very convinced it was going to go to Detroit. That went to Red Dead. Yeah, I wanted that to go to Detroit, but I knew it wasn't going to. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly I'm trying to think. There's not many surprises. Oh, actually, one, one I'm very happy about. Family game went to Overcoach 2. It did not it go did, to a yes. Nintendo game. You, I'm very happy about that. Yep. It gave... I don't know. I just like You don't see games like Overcooked get recognized in this way very often. Yeah. So it's kind of cool to see that happen. So I appreciated that. Celeste yep. got a lot of love. Good for Celeste. I'm so happy for Celeste. In fact, I started playing the Celeste soundtrack at work today. Oh, did you? Yep. I'm trying to think. Was there really anything else that's like worth like mentioning in the wins for you at all? Uh, well, Red Dead, you know, it won narrative it won best performance best score arthur morgan best score and audio design best sound design yeah yeah more uh, technical what's... stuff than yeah but all of those came before we saw god of war win anything yeah and that's when i started going like oh god <laughs> oh god uh and then uh spider-man won something 
No, it didn't. It won one thing. Didn't it? I don't have it winning anything. No? No. Oh, shit. Nothing at all, yeah. I think and you oh, called it, too. You said Spider-Man's going to get shafted. And it got shafted. <laughs> oh, man, yep. And actually, so did Octopath Traveler. That was really only up for two awards, though, right? Yeah, but Once I kind of... World th- won Best the, RPG. But the ones it was up for, I'm like, it has a good chance of winning either of those, and it didn't win any of them. Yeah. Shout out to Florence for winning Best Mobile Game. Yeah. Astrobot Rescue Mission for Best VR Game. Here's the thing. What a fucking good year for Sony. Even if, like, first part, like, obviously God of War and and all the VR stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, the amount of nominations for all of this. Uh, Spider-Man, uh, God of War, Detroit Become Human, all the VR shit. Like, what a fucking good year Sony had this year. Also, too, just a good year for indies, I would say. I mean, yeah, the messenger Celeste was nominated. Obradin Celeste nominated for game of the year, but then Dead Cells beat Call of Dead Duty Cells? as like an action game. Like it beat like the biggest game of the year besides you know, well I should say biggest blockbuster game of the year. No, yeah, Red Dead Redemption Two is, but you get my point. Big big fucking game. It's a big fucking game. Okay, it's a BFG. It's yeah. a big fucking game. Shout out By to Ronald Ninja Dahl. for winning content creator of the year. <laughs> Even though he's scared to play with women because he might become unfaithful to his wife. Did he really say that? Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't play with women because he's scared of like the optics of it, playing with female gamers and then being married and oh, wow. the way that that might look. Is this Ninja or the Vice President of the United States of America? Because it sounds like Mike Pence. <laughs> oh, they are the same. <laughs> yes, Ninja and Mike Pence are the same person. <laughs> I mean, when, like when Mike Pence dyed his Mike hair Pence blue, just puts on a blue wig. Yeah. And... <laughs> we both came up with the same trick at the same time. How funny. Look at that. We're amazing. We're so special. Actually, I'm sorry. So special. You're special. You're the special guest. This I'm episode. the special guest. I'm Very not special. special. There's nothing special about me. That's true. Only Chad is special. I don't think there's anything else special to mention about these predictions. I think are not the predictions, the um the winners for the game awards. So I think I think we're good on that. Yeah, I think we're ready good. to wrap up with the end game. You mean Avengers End Game? Avengers End Game. Can we please pretend that End Game is brought to you by Avengers End Game? Brought to you by the Russo brothers <laughs> and and Avengers End Game. Would that be illegal if we were to say that the End Game of the Respawn Name Fire Show is brought to you by Marvel Avengers End Game? I think no, it I mean, might we, be. We talked about our game being brought to you by BuzzFeed and pushed by Sapphire. So, <laughs> I think though there's like a legal thing. If you actually were serious about it, as like a stipulation, like we were being sponsored by Avengers Four, like Endgame. our views are supported by Marvel. Yeah, <laughs> our views are supported by Marvel. <laughs> and then just like as we start pick talking about all these would you rathers. Speaking of Would You Rather, that's going to be our Game on Game show again this week because it's just so goddamn fun and popular. But before we do that, we want to do two things. One, mention the participation award. Last week, we knew Fezd won his Steam gift card so we can go out there and buy money. Did he get it? On Steam and use it on games and shit. Did he get it? Um, he got his card. Good. I'm so I'll, glad. We'll let you know what he bought last time he won, which is like three months ago. He purchased Hold 
please. I'm in the wrong account on my Twitters. <laughs> Ten notifications. Jesus, I'm so popular. Uh, last time you bought Scum. He says, which is similar to DayZ, but didn't live long, but well worth the $20. Scum just sounds like... Yeah, I wouldn't name a game Scum. Yeah. Fire game is called crap. Scumbag is a a moniker for a used condom. So Scum just makes me think of jizz. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, you two can win by either referring a friend to us, by interacting with us on Twitter every week, and... Whatever the third way was. I can't remember. Yelling out your window. Uh, reading us on the podcast service of your choice and yelling out your window. Mm-hmm. It's my money and I need it now. <laughs> and for every one of you who does that, you get entered into win. I tell you what. If you yell at your window, it's my money and I need it now, and we hear it, we'll give you a million dollars. Here's the thing. If you do it and you record a video of you doing it, that's going to earn you three entries into this week's participation award into this month's participation award just because i want to see so many videos of people doing it but here's the thing it has to be a video shot from the outside of the building of you inside the building (laughs) it has to be done that way all right done perfect next up we're going to take a look at our subscriber interrogative which you guys can submit to us either on twitter instagram facebook email carrier pigeon by shouting it out your window um and this was actually just from me. <laughs> Holden is trying not to die from laughter right now. <laughs> Go for it, um, Chad. I actually just wanted to bring this up. With This is from me. With the holidays coming up and a slightly slower January, what's in your backlog that you're hoping to play? Um, I'm just challenging you this question. What the hell do you mean slower January? I got Resident <laughs> Evil 2 and Super Smash Bros. Not Super Smash Bros. New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe or whatever it's called. Oh, I forgot about that. And then for people, it's like Kingdom Hearts coming out. Like, what are you talking about slow January? Yeah, we're not going to be playing Kingdom Hearts. No, you're right. I'm not going to be. But And you're not going to buy Resident Evil 2 at launch. I will. I actually am very excited about that game. Resident Evil 7 was my game, one of my games of the year. But that's not until the end of the month, year. right? That's like January 29th or something? Yeah, it is. But still. and But I think it's like January 11th or something like that, or 19th for Mario Bros. I'm pretty sure. And I'm definitely going to play that. Because I, I think you could do online co-op in that game. That's going to be so much fun. It's going to be great. Okay, so I want to play it. Hitman 2. Because I do want to play Hitman 2, which I have no time to play it. Oh, yeah. And yeah, that's right. I like Hitman 2, but I knew it was never going to be like a game of the year contender. So I never really put in an effort to play it a lot this year but i do still want to play the game a lot um yeah. i'll probably play some more smash bros since I, I have to invest more time in god of war and red dead for the end of the year but if i don't beat red dead i'll that's my main priority in january yeah 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 you're gonna finish that shit up i do um so holidays for me usually does not mean any playtime whatsoever oh, i have a okay. week of vacation but it's a week of Family time. Non-stop six nieces and nephews going crazy playing calico critters and <laughs> jumping around the house. So, uh, and yeah, only one of them is really old enough to understand playing video games. We give the others like a fake Joy-Con to make them think they're playing Mario Kart, but... So yeah. Uh, and they're going to they're gonna go to therapy because like, I was lied to my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I, I was playing Mario Kart. I thought I was a pro. I thought I, I have... was Mario making all the moves. <laughs> So I have a couple of plane rides, and I have like three weeks in January before I move to California. That's right. I'm try to take a week off, and so I, I'm going to try to get through the Messenger, 
which I have on my Switch ready to go. And then I bought Near Automata over Black Friday. And I really want to get into that because that game last year had so many Game of the Year nods as well. I just feel like you're never going to play that game. I don't know why. I just feel like you're never going to play it. I know Jerson was really into it and he recommended we play it. Yeah. The last game you said that about was (laughs) Overwatch. When I played it for that weekend, and I was like, man, I'm really enjoying this. I'm going to buy this game, and I'm going to play it occasionally, you know, maybe a couple hours a week. Never. And he said, you're fucking never going to play that game ever again. Literally never picked it up <laughs> ever again. I bought it, never turned it on again. Wow, you sound just as bad as, like, this Holden guy who never finishes any game he plays. Yeah, what a fucking idiot. Almost as bad as him. Almost. Almost. Key word there. As bad as him. <laughs> <laughs> So we'll wrap it up with another video game, Would You Rather. Yeah. Uh, this one doesn't really have a theme. Okay. And some of them are weird, as usual. The theme will be make hold it uncomfortable. That's what the theme has been every time. There we go. Yeah. No, I don't think this one will make – I don't – It will. No. It will. There'll, no, there'll be some... won't really make it uncomfortable. Okay. I, okay. I, I First one, this one's really innocuous. Would you rather run the Pokemon daycare or be the Pokemon breeder? I don't – what's the difference? I thought the Pokemon daycare and the breeder were the same thing. Uh, to my knowledge is the daycare is the, like, one where you leave the Pokemon and you go and the amount of steps you walk, you come back and they've exper- they've leveled up. They've gotten experience. Yeah, but I thought if you left a male and a female of the same Pokemon, it would breed them. That was in later ones where you just watch the Pokemon fuck. Oh, see, that's exactly and then, what happens. And then there's an egg, and you hatch the egg. And no, you, you watch them fuck. You just watch the So Pokemon. do you want to just, like, watch one play and grow up, or do you want to watch that's them That's the really nice thing about Pokemon Let's Go, is that you can actually see, like, 3D models of the Pokemon fucking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I guess probably... Honestly, being a daycare for Pokemon sounds like a pain in the ass. This is a breeder. It's oh, it like, totally does. I guess breeder, there's... Well, let's put it this way. Dog breeders make a ton of money. Dog kennels That's true. probably don't make as much money. So That's true. And I'd rather be in a you know, uh I've bought dogs from a breeder, but my family's bought dogs from a breeder before. Those are those can be very nice places. Kennels are usually like uh I need to keep my dog here for a weekend so I can enjoy myself. Okay. This is gonna get a little weird. Yeah. When you do you have to be in as involved in the breeding process? Like, you know, when horses mate and they have to like set them up and they have like harnesses and shit. And then there's like a bottle that they make them. Adjust. I don't know why. <laughs> Do you want to just picture When you said like harnesses and shit, I just pictured um, in 50 shades of gray, Mr. Gray's room. <laughs> he has like that harness thing set up. But I'm just picturing like BDSM horses. Like, you know, I know yeah. nothing about that movie, even though I threw up. And well, we saw it. it together in the same room, so we were in the same room, and the movie was playing. <laughs> <laughs> Those are facts. <laughs> I guess I was much more engrossed in the movie than you were. <laughs> Forget everything I just um, said. Um, great. Yeah, let's do breeder for money. Breeder, sake, yeah. even if it means having to touch. <laughs> we had no idea with that one. <laughs> this is an um, awkward. Can talk about horses fucking. <laughs> <laughs> nothing bad's gonna happen next one i have a follow-up question to this that i thought about while writing it but okay. would you rather eat enemies like kirby specifically let's say turtles you eat turtles and then you poop giant eggs like yoshi okay like yoshi okay so you eat a turtle and then poop an egg or 
Would you rather vomit giant eggs like Birdo? <laughs> this is gonna happen. I'm gonna I'm gonna vomit the eggs like Birdo because my okay. throat I'm assuming is wider than my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Okay. I, I think it's a okay. good reason. I uh I honestly think that I'll I will poop giant eggs just because vomiting is so is always so painful. You always feel so much better afterwards. Yeah. But just like even if even when vomiting is liquid, you're just like, "Oh my god, that's the worst thing in my life. I hate life." And then imagine if it was a giant solid egg. Also too, um you don't breathe out your asshole, but you breathe out your mouth. So like Get that egg out really fast. I don't breathe out my asshole? <laughs> but get that egg out fast because if you don't get it out there in a minute, you're going to suffocate and die. So enjoy. <laughs> you don't breathe out your asshole. <laughs> Is that the quote? But you breathe out your mouth. <laughs> All right. Next question. Oh, follow-up question to that. What are in these eggs that Yoshi's shitting out? Yeah. Because if they're other Yoshis, he's just fucking throwing them at the walls, throwing them at enemies. Like, he doesn't fucking care about all these babies he's killing. Yoshi is like what a pro-life imagines the worst abortion (laughs) ever. (laughs) That was so horrible. Oh my god. Like, like, it's a baby killer. They picture Yoshi. Like, abortion thrown against the wall. I'm just going to eat this thing, shit out a kid, and smash it against the wall. I think it might be one of the most offensive things I've said on this podcast. <laughs> That's really horrible. What is in those eggs? I don't know. Probably not Yoshi's. Then what is it? I don't know. Uh, next up, would you rather... This one's just weird. I don't you said there weren't any weird ones, Chad. What's up? This one's so loosely video game related. Okay. I was just struggling. Would you rather <laughs> wear mashed potato underwear? How was this video game related? <laughs> this involves getting a bowl of ma- – every time you need to put on underwear, you get a bowl of mashed potatoes and you get one of those cake icing spatulas. Yeah. And you cake it onto your body. What? And then you get a hair dryer and you have to blow dry it till it's hard and crusty. That way you don't get mashed potato all over your pants. Um, that's your underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather that? <laughs> oh. <laughs> or would you rather have a party member with you in real life at all times who's constantly dying and needing reviving at the hospital and you don't have health insurance? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, this is nothing to do with party member <laughs> okay so here's the thing about the mashed potato underwear hey boss i need to go to the bathroom i'll be right back <laughs> like that's I'm gonna scrape the all these dry process. mashed potatoes off my ass <laughs> you're like oh shit i really got to get dumped let me scrape the mashed potatoes off <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like such a headache but so does also being like hey want to go to the want to get dinner tonight yeah, absolutely oh fuck keith died again all right we gotta go to the <laughs> hospital that sounds like a nightmare too 
There's no way you're ever going to be able to afford going out to dinner because of the hospital bills. That's a good point. I won't be able to afford anything. I won't, though. At a certain point, I get to sell Keith. You won't be able to afford the mashed potatoes to put on your ass. (laughs) You're going to have to deal with, like, add water potatoes for all your underwear going forward. What happens if you go to the bathroom and you forget to bring your instant mashed potatoes with you? Or like a method of... Also, where do you mix them? Do yeah, you put them in the say, toilet bowl to mix them up? You just have a backpack filled with mashed potatoes, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> and you got to have the blow dryer, or else you got to sit there and wait for them to air dry. Oh my gosh, this is... That's just like... I just can't imagine how weird your life would be. Like, you're on a date, and you're like, hey, like, um, I have this backpack filled with mashed potatoes. Here's why. <laughs> do you want to see me again? <laughs> Whereas, like, if you be like, uh, uh, hey, Keith died, we have to go to the hospital again, that'd make for a really interesting date. Like, what happened in your first date? Oh, my God, his party member died, and we had to go to the hospital <laughs> to revive him. It'd be a good story there, but, hey, I shit and mashed potatoes isn't, like, an interesting story, <laughs> so I'm going to say no to I that one. I love the fact that that's not even, like, the mashed potato thing is not, like, a world of the play kind of thing. Not everyone does it. It's just you. It's just me. You just fucking decide to put mashed potatoes on your balls for some reason every day. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like every day it's every time you use the bathroom uh, yep. every time here's the thing you can get like eventually you'll get really sophisticated with it and you'll learn how to like get the little like crotch hole built in so you can just like whip out to be in the <laughs> urinal that you have to like replace every time you go to the bathroom yep i'm gonna take party member dying because i think that that'd be have there'd be more fun experiences with that and i want to push for universal health care eventually so that'll get fixed I'm going to go with party member dying. I'm just going to let him fucking die. You're just going to let him die? <laughs> I don't have the money for that. I don't have the money for that. I leveled no. up my character a lot. He was behind anyway because he kept dying. He never leveled up yep. ever. So, yeah. I could have chosen the route to be a white mage, and I just decided, fuck it. I want to light things on fire. You're going to fend for yourself, man. I think that was the best one yet. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most, like, I don't even fucking, what's the weirdest thing? Uh, mashed potato underwear. Let's go. <laughs> Uh, all right, two more. We've got, would you rather be Metal Mario with a normal dude's pee-pee caca <laughs> or be a regular dude with a permanent Metal, <coughs> permanent metal Mario erection? Wait, I coughed and didn't hear the last part. <coughs> so you're Metal Mario yep. with a dude's fleshy dick. Okay. Or regular-ass person with a permanent Metal Mario erection. <clears throat> okay, so here's the thing: this permanent metal Mario erection. Yes. Can I pull it up under the waistband? You can tuck it up under the waistband, but it's big. Mario's got a big dick. Well, he's Italian. You've got a nine-inch dick. There. He's Italian. I mean, come on. Exactly. That plumber's laying pipe. <clears throat> <laughs> Why do you think Peach likes him so much? I mean, come on. <laughs> he's got nothing to offer. He doesn't say any. So yeah, he's got. He's a man you of can tuck few it up words. The he had you have to have wear your pants up high. Okay, so I'm going to say Metal Mario Dick because I can just whip it up the waistband and it'll be fine. I'd rather have one part of my body metal than the whole body metal. That'd just be a little, be a little bit much. You could look like that badass Terminator 2 villain. Yeah, but I don't know. No. No. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, I think it'd be better the other way around. You're right. Yeah. The whole body being metal. It'd be hard to. It'd let's be say, hard to hide that. Let's say let's, we'll, we'll put it this way, as because children listen to this, so we'll be as clean as possible. Because we've been very clean <laughs> this whole podcast. It'd be easier. It'd be it'd be easier to use a metal penis than it would be to use a metal body. We'll put it that way. 
And I don't think anyone will argue with that, so. I wonder if it could rust. Well, it will be. (laughs) I'm not going to say it. (laughs) Moving on to our final one. Would you rather all drawers, dresser drawers, cabinet drawers, nightstand drawers, kitchen drawers, all drawers have a small chance of being a mimic? Or all toilets have a small chance of being a mimic? Oh, definitely all drawers. Definitely. Sure about that. Absolutely. Because I'm not... I'm not usually exposing my bare ass to a drawer as I'm getting ready to sit on it. So here's the thing. For anyone who doesn't know, a mimic is a very common, like, RPG thing where you go to open up a treasure chest and the treasure chest is actually a monster and it, like, fucking eats you and fights you. You have a small chance. Think about how many drawers you open in your life versus how many toilets you sit on. And yes, the real estate that the toilet will chomp is much more precious than the real estate that might be chomped by the drawer. But if you find a couple of safe toilets, you don't use that many. Maybe one at work, one at home, one at your parents' house. But you open a ton of drawers in your lifetime. Any one of those could bite your hand off. They could uh, I disagree with you. eat your face. I, I understand your logic. Your logic is yeah. you're going to see more toilets than you are, more uh uh, dressers than you are toilets but i think it's the way around i think you're gonna see a lot more toilets than you are dressers there are more anonymous mysterious toilets you will see in your life than there are mysterious drawers you'll be opening most people open up their their drawers in their house and that's it we're and, not we're not talking just dresser drawers i know like if you go to work and somebody's like, hey will you get my name tag on my cubby Boom, could be a mimic here's the thing here's or the thing. you go to someone's kitchen where are your spoons oh fucking mimic I'd say this. How often do you go to a friend's house and use their drawers Never. versus how often do you use their toilets? You do have a point there. Mm-hmm. And when you open a drawer, your back's not usually to it. On a toilet, you're you're defenseless. <laughs> back first. You're right. You're right. Oh, shit. It's got to be drawers. Easily. Easily. But think about when you do finally run into that mimic. Someone's taking a chunk out of your ass, or someone's taking your hand off. Well, I got fast reflexes. So. <laughs> if anyone knows Holden DePardo, they know it's for his athleticism <laughs> and his reflexes. <laughs> Very valid, yes. I would agree. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I went into this thinking toilet. Because you can, there are, you know, there are people out there who literally only poop in their, quote, home bowl. Yeah, I, I know one this. Toilet. I know this. But I poop everywhere. Oh, yeah. It's, everyone poops. Everybody poops. I literally poop my pants at least once a year. <laughs> That's not Cause you're Because you're scared of the mimic potentially being <laughs> in that toilet. So, like, is it worth a chance? I'll just it's poop my pants. just poop in my underwear and buy new underwear every day. It's like, well, I either poop my pants or that's a mimic and I poop my pants anyway. So... I'll just poop my pants. <laughs> and I poop my pants anyway. <laughs> oh, man. No, when farting is hilarious and you like to be the propagate the, the person who propagates hilarity, sometimes it's a hazard that comes with the job. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I think you're winning me over. Yeah, I think I, think I, I would go drawers. I think you made the right And choice. then just convert all of my, like, 
Everything is just buckets now. Everything <laughs> is just buckets now. <laughs> I have my underwear bucket, or, my clothes, my shirt bucket. The other option, you get, um, you you do choose toilets and just switch everything in your house to shelves, and you just put everything <laughs> on shelves. I have I have poop shelves. You, <laughs> yeah, you poop on the shelves. <laughs> I don't poop in toilets anymore. You poop in shelves. I poop shelves. That's, that's not I what I meant. I meant you put like your clothing <laughs> and your utensils on shelves instead of. Like your cabinets, just like leave them open all the time, and it's just they're just okay. There. Yeah. Can I still poop on those shelves too? <laughs> sure, if you really want to. <laughs> That'd be hard to like poop in like the shelves because you have to like get up higher. You have to stick your butt in the shelf, and just it's a lot. You got to think about that ahead of time before you buy the before you put the shelves up. Yeah, got to make them a manageable height. <laughs> you got to have enough space between them so you can poop on them. I don't recommend you got to figure out what to do once the poop's on the shelf. That's that's the. Do you buy one of those little Beauty and the Beast rose things where you can just put the glass on top, <laughs> traps it in there, <laughs> <laughs> or do you have to clean it? Or you up? just leave it there. You just leave there you it. Go. Someone will pick it up eventually. <laughs> just leave it. Oh, that has been another weird rendition of Would You Rather. <laughs> I think that was the weirdest one, easily. Yep, easily in the best possible. Um, Yep, mimics are what tied that last one. In case anyone was like, "How the fuck is that video game related to mimics?" So, mom. <laughs> and that wraps up episode eighty-seven of. I was reading the title. I was like, "That's not episode eighty-seven of the Game Awards. <laughs> this is episode eighty-seven of Respawn Aimfire, the Kickass Irreverent Gaming Podcast." Uh, join us next week, where we will have a regular episode. Mm-hmm. We'll have a special fun episode for the week of Christmas, probably. And then uh, January 1st, we will be back in 2019 to talk about our final experiences with our barfs, our game of the year for our personal uh, stuff, and then talking about our predictions for 2019. Until next week, play Smash. Smash fronts if you're of age. If not, and you have access to the internet, uh, look up videos of Smash Bros. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everyone. Ooh, all right. Toodaloo.